0: Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to put the shades on, fasten your seatbelt, and mash the gas pedal because it's time for Automation Avenue, a podcast for retail and financial leaders looking for ways to automate and accelerate their businesses. And welcome back to Automation Avenue. This week we want to take some time to talk about universal tellers and implementing universal staff and some of the really positive reasons behind why you should be thinking about utilizing universal tellers and some of perhaps the environments or challenges associated with universal tellers where maybe they may not be the the best fit. But before we get into this week's episode, I'd uh, really like you guys to go to qualitydatasystems.com slash subscribe. And we have had a a huge increase in people that have uh, subscribed to our blog uh, and are getting helpful information delivered to their email, either uh, as soon as we post new articles or on a weekly basis. So that again is www.qualitydatasystems.com slash subscribe. And that will take you to a page where you can subscribe to our articles, as well as this podcast and our video series. Uh, Secondly, if you are not following us on Twitter, we are at QDS underscore lion on the Twitters. Uh, So again, we, we pump a lot of content out through that social channel as well. So if you are an active Twitter user, feel free to follow us at QDS underscore lion. And that's where our information resides. So Let's go ahead and jump into today's topic about universal tellers. I am a um, passionate believer in the success and the efficiency that universal tellers can create. I think the environment uh, we run into very often as clients come to us is, you know, they have this standard teller line operation that typically has three or four tellers in it, and they have uh, a normal platform or CSR type operation that may have anywhere from two to three personal banker or platform people in it, and one of the frustrations is it never seems like uh, that those numbers seem to work out. They're never really both busy at the same time. Uh, When they don't have as many tellers as they would like to have the platform people, it's often a challenge to get them uh, to come over and help with the teller line. or. Likewise, if, if the personal bankers are out at lunch, it, it seems like there's a lot of account servicing functionality that tends to need to happen uh, that day at that time, and the tellers aren't really able to assist clients, so you you end up with a little bit of customer frustration, uh, or as most people will typically do, is throw staff at it and end up overstaff the majority of the time to make sure that they take care of their customers. So. One of the big things I love about Universal Staff is you end up with a cross-trained workforce that is really customer-focused and focused on relationship building. And as the branch environment has changed and is much more about revenue production than handling transactions, Universal Staff allows you to really be educated and relationship-driven with those interactions with your customer. So as a user or a consumer at a bank or credit union, it's, it's great to walk in. I'm greeted by someone, and I typically stay with that person through whatever my transaction may be. So maybe I'm uh, opening up a CD or I'm interested in a savings account, and while I'm there, I also want to cash a check. That same person can help me. I don't have to go wait in line outside of someone's office or stand in an impersonal teller line. Uh, waiting my turn because as a consumer in today's market, uh, I'm busy just like everyone else is. So it's very frustrating to have to wait for what can be very quick transactions. So that universal staff model tends to revolve around that kind of passionate greeting of somebody at the door. What are you here to do today? And mm-hmm. I can help you with that and either walking them over to potentially an open pod environment type uh, scenario where it's it's very much a, a partnership type transaction or if it's the kind of transaction that needs to happen in private in an office, that employee can then walk that uh, customer to that office with a little more privacy and, and make that transaction happen. So uh, we see as a general rule of thumb, if, if you're operating with around uh, seven full-time uh, personnel split between tellers and CSRs, that it's, it's generally pretty easy to reduce down to four or five people that are managing as universal staff. So how does that happen? How, how, do, we, how do we become more efficient in that model, right? So uh, one of the answers to that is it revolves a lot about training and also about giving them the right tools to make that environment successful. So let me take the first one, training. Uh, typically, the move from a, a separate siloed staffing model to a universal teller model uh, really requires not only initial training but ongoing training and also probably analyzing the staff you have at the locations that you plan to implement universal staff because uh, one of the complaints you will, you will get as folks try to migrate is there are people that have been with the bank or credit union a long time. They're very comfortable handling transactions, they've balanced to the penny uh, their entire careers, but ask them to talk to somebody about products or engage on on more of a sales type conversation and they get very uncomfortable very quickly. Likewise, you may have people who are great people, uh, great with interacting with people and really enjoy the personal interaction, but have a lot of trouble keeping a drawer balance. So, The joys of bringing universal staff is you can really find that correct blend of someone who uh, understands how relationships are born and what that does for the bottom line of the institution. And if you give them the right tools, they are able to really focus on that relationship development and, and using cues and some of the things that you train into them through their training process, getting them comfortable asking those deeper questions that can lead you as a financial institution helping your customer achieve their goals. So what can some of those tools be? I I would argue that a a cash recycler has become almost the the linchpin technology for operating in that environment. It, it, It is a device that pretty much takes the cash handling part of the transaction off of the employee and allows them to focus on the customer and that handles both check cashing as well as deposits coming in, and really gives them an efficient device that manages their cash. They don't necessarily have to deal with a cash drawer, so you get some buy-in from the platform side of solving that headache of, man, I I hear that you want me to help out with a teller line, but then I've got to have a drawer in the vault, and then I really don't want to have to open a drawer and count a whole drawer down just to help out with five or six transactions during a rush. And that's a valid complaint. It is uh, not one of the more efficient ways and it it tends to be a demotivator for those platform people to kind of come down to the teller level and have to balance a drawer and it's just not worth the extra hassle. Well, by implementing a cash recycler, that person can now sign on to a cash recycler, have their totals tracked as their individual Uh, totals. And even if they do one or two transactions or five or six transactions while someone's on a lunch break, it becomes very easy and quick to balance and stay in balance and not have to go to the vault, open a drawer, count it down to start your shift, count it down at the end of lunch to make sure you stayed in balance. So the recycler allows for a very efficient tool to allow the universal staffing model to function well. So that is paramount. Now, with some of the other technologies in the market, uh, we're seeing certainly a move towards a self-service area for those people who uh, can do things by themselves. Maybe they are very comfortable engaging with technology, so we're starting to see more kiosks and video teller type applications in a self-service mode to where they they may want to be greeted at the door, but very quickly they're going to be able to be uh, a customer that can handle what they need to handle on themselves so it really frees up again some more staff resources to focus on those customers that need a little bit more personal attention. So where does this model not work very well? And uh, it really goes back to our philosophy of every branch is a little bit different and it's not a one-size-fits-all type operation. So there are still branches today that are very transaction driven Uh, Even through this change in the branch dynamics, they still are doing a lot of check caching or 90% of the transactions flow through the teller side and there's not as much platform activity. So if if you look at that and try to migrate a very lopsided transaction model to universal staff, you you end up uh, having a lot of time uh, directing people because they really just need to go get a teller transaction done. So it may be counterproductive to uh, assimilate those people into kind of a cross-sell culture and realize that that branch may be most effective in how do we help them get through transactions as quickly, as accurately as possible and not be so focused on uh, revenue production because this particular location is really driven by the teller line and it would actually be more of a stressor or it would actually slow down your process to really open up a universal model and and be more focused on revenue production. Secondly, there are institutions that try to put staff in that model who aren't necessarily comfortable in that model. So it goes back to one of the pros of being able to run in a universal teller environment is uh, you don't necessarily have to hire the person that has a lot of cash handling or teller experience. You can hire the personality that is very engaging and is someone who is going to build relationships with your customers. Likewise, you may have some employees at your existing location who are superstar tellers. They have balance to the penny uh, every day in their career and they're very good at being a teller. But now if you are having to ask them to Uh, cross-sell and build relationships uh, to help grow the bank, they may not be comfortable in that environment. So I would certainly recommend looking at personality tests or doing some some dry run and make sure that the employees uh, existing at that location would function well in that environment because nothing will kill uh, a positive customer experience environment quicker than an employee who's not comfortable operating in that environment. So it's very important to understand the strengths of your existing staff. And again, as we've said earlier in the podcast, there may be employees at other locations who would be uh, better employees, better universal staff employees, and perhaps you can migrate the more traditional teller to a different location and bring in some, someone from a different branch that, that would really enjoy the universal staff or universal teller role and thrive in it, therefore, making that model more successful for that location. So again, in conclusion, universal tellers are, are a big topic. Uh, it is a really big efficiency gain for those of you who are looking to drive that better customer experience and really give the customer a warm feeling um, that, that you care and, and they get to uh, interact with that person no matter what transaction they're really trying to acquire. So it's, it's very comforting as a customer to have someone say, yes, I can help you with that. Let's go over here and get that done together versus one of my personal frustrations, uh, go sit over in that chair over there and we'll get to you when we can. And, you know, I might have to wait 20 or 30 minutes for a a personal banker to be available. So uh, I feel there's a lot of pros to universal staff. Again, it may not be the best for every branch, but as the environment continues to shift and financial institutions look to need to be more consultive and revenue generation at the branch level, this is a great model to do that. So thanks again for listening to this episode of Automation Avenue. Again, you can follow us on Twitter at QDS underscore Lion, or feel free to email us any podcast ideas you may have to podcast at qualitydatasystems.com. Again, my name is Sean Farrell, and thanks for tuning in again this week.